0: Greetings, folks. Today, we have the pleasure of sharing with you our 35th Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series episode that deals with the daily life in Costa Rica and the many questions that arise when thinking about moving here, taking a vacation here, how one acquires their legal status, and so much more. Becoming a resident of Costa Rica is a very involved process. More and more individuals and families are thinking about it now and are actually starting the process right now. They're ready for 2022 and a new life's in front of them. Many people are moving here and they're so very excited. Today and throughout the coming months, I'm going to be spending some time with Kevin McNamee, who is the representative for Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts. He and his team have helped literally hundreds of people in acquiring their legal status and everything that's involved in the process for many years he's an expert a professional and a perfectionist and I'm very excited about talking him uh, talking with him again today Kevin I say welcome for the 35th time 35 times
1: my god time flies
0: it certainly does and we do appreciate your spending a few minutes with us uh regarding the christmas time in costa rica you know it's upon us right now and i know you told me just a couple months ago that uh, price smart and a lot of the other stores that you were into already had their christmas decorations up i think that was back in august but let's talk about uh how the expats and how costa ricans celebrate this time of year maybe talk about the extra payment i know that uh The workers receive on December 5th or 6th, I believe it is, and so much more. Maybe some of the traditions and the tamales and everything else. Go ahead, my friend.
1: Okay, just reconfirming what you said. Yes, we start to see Christmas ornaments and decorations and promotions in August of every year, typically. Why? It goes back to the days where travel was slow here in Costa Rica. Oxcart or or whatever way buggy and I won't say buggy and cutter but buggies or horses or horseback. And so a lot of times uh, the people outlining areas came to San Jose perhaps once a year. So by starting the season early, these people had an t- opportunity in August, September, October, November, etc., to do the Christmas shopping. So there was it was rather a pragma- pragmatic approach to to shopping, but it obviously ap- appealed to the merchants then and continues to appeal to the merchants today, because Costa Rica and Christmas are very synonymous as a time for party and and good wishes to everybody etc cetera, etc cetera. so just listing christmas it's one of the it's one of the big ones it's uh it's up there with easter and mother's day and it's funny but those are the three highest rated holidays or vacation days or whatever the government for example we deal with immigration quite a bit and literally they officially closed on Friday, which was yesterday or the day before yesterday. I can't remember exactly, but they, you know, unofficially probably started winding down the previous Monday or Tuesday. It's just the way it is here because everybody joggies for a position to get on the on the highway <clears throat> and go to the beaches for Christmas. Excuse me, <clears throat> or they stay at home. But the the fact is, it all gravitates around family here in Costa Rica food family fun it's a it's a serious relaxation time for people they ironically uh, enough also december twenty fourth Christmas Eve is the big day is the big night that's when the families get together they do their eating of the traditional meal tamales uh, Officially because unofficially they've been snacking on them for the two weeks previous and probably for the next two weeks after but they're very tamales very popular every neighborhood every nationality here once one or second third generation Costa Rican or foreigners that lived here for two or three generations they all vie to make the best tamales and I have to admit there there are some that make them more to my taste because a lot of people here like basically the corn flour and a little bit of vegetables in there others want a jam it full of pork or beef or on and on so everybody has a little twist on how they make their tamales they're not the same tasting but they're always made the same way but, again, that is the, probably the highlight of the Christmas celebration is the, the tamale eating around 6 o'clock on the 24th of December. Then goes the gift opening, and then people either take off to do the religious services or whatever. The following day, it's like almost a another working day, typical, it's over, finished just have another 364 days to go to the next Christmas Eve. So it's a, uh, it's a rather strange situation that way. The, the Christmas trees on the 26th of uh, December, you'll find being parked outside the houses on the, on the street to be picked up by the garbage man. So much for sentiment or for reminiscing or thinking back on the good old times. The tree is in, up, out and gone. So, uh, Actually, that's actually probably a theme for a good song, but um, it's it's different, different, different uh, attitude altogether. Commercial, yes, but commercially tied in with a very deep, deep connection to family. It's uh it's a pleasure to see the literally families acting like friends. Uh, Again and again and again, and typically at Christmas time, the bond is being reconfirmed and that reconfirmation lasts for well in well into the new year, if not continuously into the new year, but 12 months later. So there's Christmas for us in, in Costa Rica. The food, again, always food around at Christmas time, but Christmas cake, sure, that's there. It's not traditional here of five or ten generations but it's it's available here. Uh, Pork again is a a big part of the meat. Beef in Costa Rica is something that you'll never forget and that can be taken either as being fantastic or can't forget because it was so tough because we really don't age beef in Costa Rica it goes back to the days where there was no refrigeration, and so what they do was the the town would get together, or a community would get together, and butcher a, a beast, and they would cut it up in pieces, and people would take it home, and they would within 24 hours that that animal was fully consumed. Therefore, it didn't have any time to age, and it didn't have any time to mellow out. So the fact is. Traditionally, Costa Ricans chop the meat up finely, boil it till it becomes stringy, and then chop up the stringy meat and such. It's not a, it's not a very popular dish, as you can well imagine, because of the different way of preparing it. But it's done the traditional way. A fair amount now of hamburger, that's uh, ground beef, is getting very, very popular as. Surprising enough, ground, por- uh, ground pork. A lot of uh, a lot of ground pork here. In fact, I think ground pork would outsell ground beef twenty to one here in Costa Rica.
0: Do you have any idea who created the first tamale?
1: Yes, yeah, so his name was James Jose Tamale. <laughs> oh, I, I'm being serious. I had a, uh, a listener <laughs> who emailed me
0: just a few weeks ago and she told me that the first tamale was actually created by the aztec indians about a thousand years ago and what happened was the warriors when they went off to battle they had to of course bring food with them and so the women of the tribes used to create a rather pleasing uh, meal for them and they wrapped it in banana leaves and it lasted apparently for days and so that's probably something you never realized
1: no i have to admit i didn't realize that and i'm surprised that their last name was tamale
0: (laughs) (laughs) hey uh just one more thing kevin we also had a listener uh, call in and in fact uh, she was the one that asked about uh the christmas tradition but how about the um crazy people who get inside the bull ring over in Zapote with the bulls. Could you explain that for us a little bit?
1: Well this is uh this is the macho man, the Costa Rican macho man and woman actually for that matter. <clears throat> this is the spirit for bullfighting though. Every time anybody that's not familiar with Costa Rica and knowing the Costa Rican are rather sedate and very friendly towards animals. They don't keep a tremendous number of pets of animals, but they appreciate animals and they let them do their own thing. In other words, they're not, they're not trying to herd them up and put them in a, a reserve and such. But when it comes to bullfighting, everybody thinks of the matador and the, and the, arrow, the swords and capes and etc cetera, et cetera. In Costa Rica it's a little different and in Costa Rica quite often the bull wins and in number of times the bull wins. People do the Bravo thing, they come up and they try to touch the bull's by shoulders or head, nose, flanks, rear end. And this is the macho thing so that when the bull gets slapped on the rear, it turns around and charges after that person so somebody else then slaps him on the side, the bull turns around. He gets into a a bit of a, sadly enough, a a bit of a frenzy as I see it, but there is no murdering the bull or killing the bull. There's no uh, nobody trying to poke it with a stick or anything else. uh, It's a way for the people to show their machoism and their bravery and their stupidity all rolled into one. And the bulls have no sense of humor when they get fed up with this or they get confused and and then they get angry. And have you ever seen a bull clear out an arena of 30 or 40 or 50 or 100 people? they, they, uh, They take their umbrage with great force and they can toss a person pretty high up into the stands. And the unfortunate person that gets tossed... Always comes to a abrupt end when he hits the seats or whatever. So, it's a, it's an entertainment. It's one I don't subscribe to. It's one I won't support. I won't even attend. But you see it advertised or televised on TV, and at home everybody's trying to see if Enrique is there or Jose is there because he was going to go to the bullfight that day and he was going to participate. So family and such usually forbid their kids for doing it, and then the kids promptly go out and do it and then deny it when they get home, but fail to remember that it was televised, and Papa and Mama have been watching this with a, with a greater degree of a gasp. So, it's, 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 it's not pleasant for the average person. It's, it's a necessity for some people, I gather. I'm not a great proponent of it, as you can tell.
0: Oh, absolutely! And then just one more thing—I I believe you touched on it just a little bit. Uh, in the first week of December, all of the workers get the extra month. That's uh, that's a godsend for a lot of people, isn't it?
1: Arcanaldo, and it's a very uh, very unique situation. I don't know whether it even goes—you uh, know—takes place on all of South and Central America. I know it does in Costa Rica, and it's serious and it's compulsory. Every, like, I believe the the Rican government this year had to set aside three billion dollars. Sorry, three billion, yeah, no, it couldn't have been dollars, it must have been colonial. That wouldn't be, three billion wouldn't be enough, and three billion dollars sounds like it's too much, but anyways, they had to set aside a monthly salary for everybody that's in their employment. So if I have two members of staff that are both making Two thousand dollars a month. I have to set aside four thousand dollars for their extra pay, and it's due, it has to be paid by the 20, 20th of, of December. It's uh, they they do have a chance to make that money in in the in the month, but it has to give the people time to spend that money. But it's a uh, it, literally when you hire somebody, you're paying them thirteen months for twelve months of work, plus vacations such as above and beyond that. It's expensive, but it's a tradition and it's one that will never change in this country. Absolutely.
0: Well, Kevin, thanks a lot. It's been a pleasure. And, folks, we've posted Kevin's contact information and his website address in the program notes that are associated with this specific episode. Uh, When you're ready to have all of your questions answered and all of your concerns addressed, Kevin and his team They're standing by, maybe not during the Christmas season, but January 1st, to get started with your pathway to to a new life in one of the happiest countries on the planet, if that's your desire. And if you haven't already, be sure to listen to our other 34 conversations with Kevin regarding residency and uh, everything about Costa Rica. All the links links have been posted at the bottom of the homepage at CostaRicaImmigrationandMovingExperts.com. That's Costa Rica. ImmigrationandMovingExperts.com, and if you like what you heard today, why not share our Q&A session with your friends and family on social media? We love to share our knowledge, and whoever uh, perhaps needs a little bit more information can get something out of it. And finally, if you come up with any specific questions or topics that you'd like me to ask Kevin when I talk to him in these episodes, uh, please let us know. Send your request to my email address at Costa Rica goodnews at gmail.com that's Costa Rica goodnews at gmail.com and Kevin thanks again and we'll see you soon for our next conversation together talking about everything you want to know about acquiring your legal status here in Costa Rica and so much more about this wonderful country
1: well you're welcome entirely I'd just like to make a note you say that we may not be working between now and Christmas but Anybody want to do a test and send an email, you'll know you're gonna get replied to before Christmas Christmas because this is the bane of my existence when I have my office now located in my house. So guess what my pastime is is, is communicating and such. So we're here maybe not twenty four seven, but awful damn close to it. Bye bye. Well that's beautiful.
0: Kevin, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you again very soon. We appreciate your time.
1: Ah, slow wiggle wiggle.